Welcome to Riches in Christ Radio Ministry with Diane Kennedy. Please stay tuned at the end of today's lesson. We'll give you information on how you can acquire this week's tape, along with information about our weekly meetings and website. Now, here's Diane Kennedy. This week, we're going to continue our discussion of the importance of knowing the hope to which God has called us. If you've been with us, gosh, for a number of weeks now, I'm not really sure how many, we've been discussing the importance of having hope in the midst of life's challenges. Jesus Christ is coming back to this earth in the not-too-distant future to establish the visible kingdom of God on earth. His return is our blessed, happy hope. Titus chapter 2, verse 13 says, uh, I'm coming in in the middle of a thought, Paul is instructing Titus how Christians ought to live. And he ends it up with this statement, looking for that blessed hope. Blessed there means happy. Looking for that blessed hope, that happy hope, and the, and the glory, glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus. We're supposed to have the hope of the soon return of Jesus to this earth. That's supposed to be a forefront thought in our minds because it is such a source of inspiration and such a source of hope for us. And there's so much we could say on this topic, but what we've been focusing on for several weeks is the fact that the Bible says Jesus' return is going to be preceded by increasingly troubled and chaotic times. The Apostle Paul, who was personally taught the gospel he preached by Jesus Christ himself, he called these times perilous or fierce. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 says, Know this, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Perilous means fierce times. And then he goes on to list the behavior of people which will create the perilous or fierce times. Jesus referred to the troubled and chaotic times leading up to his return as birth pangs, the birth pangs of a new age. Uh, there's a new age coming to this earth. By new age, I mean things are about to change big time. We are experiencing the beginning of those times, and life is going to get more and more challenging. It's vital that we know how to navigate through the months and years ahead. And our, our key theme, our main theme through this series has been learning how to look at things in terms of the big picture. This is the big picture. A plan is unfolding. God created human beings to become his sons and daughters through faith in Christ, and he made the earth to be home for his family. However, both the family and the family home have been marred by sin, but God devised a plan to undo the damage and carry out his purpose to have a family with whom he can dwell on this earth. His plan is known as redemption. Jesus came to earth the first time 2,000 years ago and went to the cross to pay the price for sin so that sinners can be transformed into holy, righteous sons and daughters of God through faith in him. 
Jesus returned to heaven 40 days after his death, burial, and resurrection, but his first message to his church once he was back in heaven, once he was returned to heaven, was I'll be back. He's coming again to cleanse the family home and complete God's plan to have a family on earth. See, that's what the second coming is all about. That's what the return of Jesus is all about. It's not about the Antichrist. It's not about the mark of the beast. It's not about the new world order. It's about Jesus coming to earth to complete the plan of God, God's plan for a family with whom he can dwell on this earth forever. Through the cross, sinners can be turned into sons of God through faith in Christ. And at the return of Jesus, he will cleanse and renovate the family home and establish basically heaven on earth, the kingdom of God on this earth, and will live here forever. Now, as I say, for the, the past few weeks, we've been focusing on the chaos that, that the Bible says will lead up to the return of Jesus. There are a lot of reasons for that chaos, whole lessons for another day. But here's the point for right now. Although God is not behind the chaos, let me say that again, God is not behind the chaos, but he's well aware of it. And he's able to use it to serve his purposes of gathering a family. And he's able to get those who have responded to his call to become his sons through whatever is ahead. He can use the chaos that's coming on the earth and he can get his sons and daughters through it. Therefore, we have hope even as things get darker and more chaotic in this world. In recent weeks, as part of our discussion of the hope to which we've been called, we've been talking about the anxiety in our country over the political situation. We had a very harsh campaign, a very all kinds of clash between opposing points of view in our most recent political or, or election for president. Part, there was great anxiety leading up to that election, and part of that anxiety came out of fear that if their candidate wins and enacts their policies and programs, it will be catastrophic. I encountered it everywhere. Um, people on both sides with very definite opinions about who should and shouldn't be president. Their greatest fear was the other person would win. Well, the election's over. Some are happy about the results. Others have to deal with the fact that the other candidate won. The one they did not want to win won the election. I want to encourage you, don't be freaked out by the election results. Either by who won, if you're freaked out by who won, don't be. And if you're freaked out by the reaction of supporters of the one who lost, don't be freaked out. Not saying you have to like either either side. I'm just saying, remember, none of it is bigger than God. None of it surprised him. See, remember what we've already discussed in the weeks leading up to this week. Jesus said that before he returns, ethnos will rise against ethnos. In Matthew 24, verse 7, he said, nation will rise against nation. The word for, for nation there is actually ethnos. We get our word ethnic from it. It's people groups. 
you know, you hear nation and you think of France fighting England. That really isn't the idea. It's people group fighting against people groups. Right now, if you survey the world, there are ethnic groups fighting ethnic groups all over the globe, not just here in America, but all over the globe. It's part of the times in which we find ourselves. But here's the deal for you and I as Christians. We can't get caught up in the trap of strife and fighting with each other over political, economic, social, and racial issues and lose sight of what's most important. What's most important is that people come to saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I'm not saying you can't have your particular point of view concerning political, economic, social, and racial issues. You most certainly can. And I'm not saying you have to agree with me or anybody else. You do not have to. We're different people with different points of views and different life experiences, which has shaped, which have shaped the way we view politics, economics, social issues, and racial issues. But we can't fight with brothers and sisters over these issues. We have to give each other grace to disagree. And we can't lose sight of the big picture. The most important thing is not winning people over to your particular view of politics. The most important thing is that people come to saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You know, the outcome of a political election in one year and in one country doesn't change what's coming to the earth. It doesn't. No matter who would have won this election, it doesn't change what's going to happen. Either good, and by good I mean Jesus is coming back. No matter who gets elected, Jesus is coming back to establish the visible kingdom of God on earth. And that's very good. Nor does the outcome of the election change the bad that's coming, the perilous times leading up to the return of Jesus. Whichever candidate you supported that person is not able to fix what ails the world because what ails the world is sin. It's deeper than social views, than political and economic views. It's deeper than racial strife. It's sin, and it needs a savior to root it out. We'll talk about this next week and bring this whole series to a conclusion. The rightful king of earth is coming back, and he's going to put it all right. Our job is to preach the gospel to people. Our job is to show Jesus to people. And if you're constantly fighting with people over these issues, you're not gonna, you're not showing them Jesus. I don't care which side you're on. Even if you voted for the person I voted for, if you're fighting with people, you're not showing them Jesus. You're here not to win them to your political point of view, but to win them to Jesus. Jesus will do what no man can do when he comes to this earth. He's going to take control of the kingdoms of the world and establish his government on this earth and remove sin and make things the way God always intended them to be. Revelation chapter 11 verse 15 says, this is, I'm coming in in the middle of a thought describing the return of Jesus, the second coming. The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. We'll finally have the godly government we were meant to have. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, for unto us a son is born, and un- I'm sorry, for unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. That's a description of the first coming of Jesus as a babe in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. But let me keep reading. 
The prophecy goes on to say, And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jesus is going to take control of the governments of this world. The government will be upon his shoulder. Verse 7 goes on to say, And of the increase of his government and his peace, there shall be no end. Even if you and I agree 100% on politics on social and economic issues, on racial issues. I don't want your kingdom established on this earth. No offense to you. I don't want my kingdom established on this earth. I want the kingdom of the rightful king, the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's coming soon, and that's our hope. More tomorrow. Amen. You've been listening to Diane Kennedy of Riches in Christ. To order this week's teaching on CD, be ready for our number coming up soon. Diane teaches locally every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. near Highway 44 in Jameson at 4720 Jameson. Praise and worship is provided by Mercy's Child before each lesson. Riches in Christ provides a website at www.richesinchrist.com where you can listen to this week's radio lesson, download years of teachings and outlines, sign up for free weekly outlines, and order Diane's book, God is Good and Good Means Good. Friends, Knowing that God is good is the single most important thing to stand on when trouble hits. If you think the trouble comes from or is allowed by God, then you need this book. For information or to order this week's lesson on CD, call us at 1-888-739-6619. Please mention today's date. Our number again is one 739 66 19.